In his usual letter to CEOs under the BlackRock Portfolio Management, Larry Fink revealed some carefully guarded frustrations at the end of March 2022 that are worth noting. It's a bit humorous for me, I have been predicting this very problem for the globalists for a long time, and right on time, they are feeling the heat. These big plans they always come up with sound great in their own minds when they talk about them with each other. But reality often tells a different story. These days, Fink and his buddies at the World Economic Forum, the desecrators of Davos that I call them, are trying to shield themselves from as much responsibility for the mess they've made as possible. In Fink's letter, he declares that globalism is dead, that the war in Ukraine has wrecked everything, and now everyone must rethink everything. And just as he said that the federal government indicated that it would start enforcing ESG standards for all publicly traded companies, fulfilling some of those same strategies that Fink said were dying. The translation of the entire matter is that Fink has been called out, several top-rated books like Woke Incorporated and The Great Reset have shown people what the desecrators of Davos have wanted for a long time, and Fink has been exposed. He's used to hiding behind a facade of celebrity and financial talk that nobody understands. But now, people understand what he has been doing with BlackRock, to essentially force progressive politics onto every publicly traded company in the world and to slide outright communism under the door and call it progress. I'm not freaked out about any of this, after all, everything they are doing essentially traces back to repackaged Marxism, and it always fails everywhere. It's why I felt I needed to write a book on this very problem called The Gunfighter's Guide to Business. Even though the book hasn't at this point been out a year, it is showing itself to be very prophetic for these very times. When people saw the cover, I had a lot of feedback about the artwork while publishing it, which was sometimes hostile. People do judge a book by its cover, so I was very specific about how the cover for a book on business would be displayed, and it has confused people, which is purposeful. The question I get is, why is a book on business and management covered with a skull and smoking guns with poker-like emblems on the cover? The answer is that it is meant to articulate the actual situation at war in the world, the big elephant in the room that nobody wants to deal with. A question that needed to be answered by me from an old friend who is a prominent lean sensei consultant for multi-billion dollar a year companies worldwide addresses the most common elephant in the room regarding the nature of productivity which has frustrated human beings for thousands of years. He asked me, why don't people buy into this lean stuff, especially in America? He continued, I mean, I'm fine if they want to hire me over and over again every five years to come back and reteach their cultures lean. But why don't they get it? That's when I reminded him of the story of Deming after World War II and how Japan put their own spin on what he taught them, which became the Toyota model that the rest of the world has been trying to copy all this time. The problem is that it runs counterintuitive to reality. The Japanese people are hardworking but are collective in their natures. That is not how the West is, and nothing in the world will make people of Western culture, where most manufacturing was invented, into becoming more collective-based. I often tell people like that consultant that America invented a whole new way of doing things while Marx was coming up with his ridiculously lazy theories in Europe. But in the East, where they have openly embraced Marx and used him to manage their companies and their governments, they assume that it's all part of Western civilization that they have repackaged for themselves. But the proper elements of American life, which has the most extraordinary productivity on planet Earth per capita and otherwise, it was the story of the Wild West, of the gunfighters, of law and order for individuals that is the secret sauce to everything economic. And virtually none of our modern education systems has figured it out. They have been teaching all the wrong things, 
Which is why Larry Fink and the Davos gang are perplexed at the direction of the world they have been manipulating at the resistance to them that they are now seeing. I explained it to my friend like this, in the West, in America, business is viewed as a baby. We work to create an environment with our American constitution that simulates the natural law of the birthing process. When tens of thousands of sperm are injected into a mating ritual, they all seek an egg to penetrate and start the process of human life. But out of all those attempts, only one will do the deed. We fight hard in life to create that opportunity for one to get the chance, which is the key to all economics. Management's job is not to provide equity to all the sperm, so they can all have a chance to penetrate the egg. We look for the exceptional to do the task, and our job is to provide an environment for the exceptional to create something new. It was the weak and the lazy in the world who found a retreat in Marxism from the world's pressures. They have given up the desire to be exceptional in their lives, seeking refuge in collective salvation. And in every business environment, they look at those who are the best, who are exceptional, as a threat to their existence, so they are always trying to assassinate the characters who stand in the way of their desired complacency. So that is why the smoking guns and the skull are on my book's cover. Because you have to expect as a productive and enterprising individual that all the collectivists out there will always be gunning for you, to shoot you down dead in the street and eliminate you from the competition of collectivism at every opportunity. It's the greatest elephant in the room of modern civilization. Because most people are not bold enough to be exceptional in their lives, they are quite happy to be content with little Marxists hiding behind ESG scores and overly managed centralized governments, either in their country or their corporations. But nothing comes from those types, which is why the rest of the world that has adopted Marxism struggles to produce any GDP. In America, in the chaos of individual rights, innovation, productivity, and money creation is abundant. In the Wild West, we figured out the nature of natural law not just in the making of life but also in making economies. And many jealous souls would do anything to destroy the exceptional. But in management, in all management, even in lean manufacturing, the rules still apply. The job of top management is to find the exceptional and to put them in a position to succeed. And if they do that, they will have successful results. But before any of that can happen, it has to be acknowledged that it's the exceptional in the world who do everything, and our job is to find them and promote them. Every attempt at collective salvation, including Larry Fink's extremely liberal finance policies, is doomed to fail every single time. Because what they all think, which was born from Marx and his lazy rationalization for all civilization, runs against the natural law of the universe and will never be made true, no matter how many people they recruit to their cause. Rich Hoffman Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business